You know what's crazy is that it is 2 a.m. when I'm recording this, and I just feel like talking and doing this episode. <laughs> so let's have fun with this 2 a.m. brain, because you know you can never trust yourself after 9 p.m. And here's to the beginning! Oh, <laughs> Why, Johnny Ringo. Johnny Cash. I know exactly what I'm doing, and I can change it at any time. I'm your Huckleberry. coming the Rambling Podcast, with your hosts, Conway Titty and Stoney Robbins. Howdy, hey, cowpokes, and welcome back to another episode of the Ramblin' Podcast. I'm your host, Conway Titty. Not joined, but with me is uh, our, you know, our co-host, Stoney Robbins. He's not joined with us. We're still continuing the Conway Chats, aka some solo episodes. Uh, if you've been listening to these past episodes, congrats, you know what's going on. But Stoney will be back uh, with us at the beginning of August. We're just giving him a nice little break and some time off so he doesn't have to ramble into a microphone for everybody but yeah like i said at the very beginning of this episode this is 2 a.m okay 2 a.m brain all right listen i got this idea i was laying in bed watching whose line is it anyways and i got this idea of like oh what am i gonna do the podcast to be because i like had some other stuff written down and i was just like mm, None of that's like, I don't want to talk about it this time. You know, there's like, there's certain topics we've said in the past. Like, there's certain topics that we'll be like, oh, we want to do this week. And then like that day comes to record and we're like, mm, I don't really, not really feeling that. So what I had originally planned, I just wasn't, wasn't feeling it. Wasn't feeling it at all. So like I said, as I'm sitting there, God, I'm, I already feel like I'm all over the place. I keep saying, like I said, blah, 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 blah. Just words out of my brain, okay? But I was watching Whose Line Is It Anyway. And I got the idea to do, like, questions. And I know it's so last minute, so I wasn't able to, like, ask, you know, the listeners, hey, ask me different types of questions and I'll give you advice. Because at first I was like, ooh, I could do, like, an advice episode. But I think I'll do that for, like, another time. But because I was like, I didn't have enough questions that you guys were wanting to ask me so I can answer it for you guys. You know what I mean? Um, and then I thought, what about just questions in general? And then I started Googling like questions to ask people. And then it turned into like small talk questions. Um, and that's kind of where the brainstorm kind of started is small talk for me is very difficult because like I'm good at answering questions and I'm good at like continuing conversation. I'm weird about starting combos because I don't know what people are comfortable talking about. Like I'm comfortable talking about pretty much anything and everything. Um, people are not comfortable talking about certain things. So it's always the same small talk questions of like, how you doing? How's the weather? You come here often, etc. Things like that. So I basically Googled a bunch of like small talk questions that pertain to work, environments, 
um, conversations with like people you're closer with. Like I just compiled a list of 30 questions and I thought it would be fun for this episode for you guys to feel like you're asking me these questions and then I'm answering them for you. Um, since this is an episode pretty much all about me, um, might as well. I think it would be fun. Um, and then I think in the future, I'll take the time to like gather your guys's questions if you need advice or you just want to hear me answer some. Um, but in the, in the future, we'll have like your guys's actual questions and I'll be able to like tell your guys's your username and shit like that. But yeah, these are just random questions I found on the internet and I thought they'd be fun to uh, answer. And a lot of them were making my brain kind of like you know, spin a little bit more being like, oh, okay. And I kept getting ideas from it and then I kept finding better questions. So, um, there, there are definitely questions I can answer and questions that I'm like, oh yeah, here's the answer. But also guys, remember it's 2 AM right now. Like I'm recording this at 2 AM. Um, I, on an impulse, just because I really felt like talking about it. Um, and then I'm probably going to go to sleep after I get done with this. I just, was like, this is a great idea. I'm going to do it now. I don't feel like recording later. And then when my mind gets set on something, like, I got to do it and got to finish it. So, yeah. <laughs> let's let's dive into our small talk questions, shall we? So, yeah, you guys are... Let's, let's pretend. You guys are the ones asking me the questions, and I'm going to answer them casually to you and tell stories or however it goes and then that's our conversations all right so you, we can just play pretend here all right <laughs> so first question is if you weren't working here what would you probably be doing right now i love this question um so as you guys know i'm a content full-time content creator and spicy worker sex worker however you want to put it um, if I wasn't doing this, I think I would be ranching, um, a hundred percent. I'd be farming and ranching. That's what I want to do. So that's what I would be doing if I wasn't doing what I was doing now. Um, and I eventually want to get to where I'm doing both. So I would definitely still be a full-time content creator. Um, but I also want to be able to start ranching and farming and, in and like meshing them together. Uh, because I just think that would be such a good time. And yeah, that's what I would be doing um, if I wasn't, you know, putting out content for myself and doing all this. Like I would add in farming and ranching with it and just ag shit in general. Like I just, I don't know. I feel like that's such a big goal of, of mine and Stoney's that we can't wait to get there. Um, and eventually in the future, manifesting this, that, you know, we'll have our uh, bison ranch and our farm animals and our acres and everything that we want and have been dreaming about. And especially things that I've been dreaming about since I was little. Um, one day we hope to achieve that and get to that. Uh, next question. What surprised you the most about your current job? Oh, how crazy. I'm not going to say crazy because I don't want to use that word. How intense, obsessive, and like various people's likes and dislikes can be in this industry when it comes to like what people are wanting, um, finding out that things are way more common than you think. Um, getting surprised with with just uh 
people's needs on the daily. Um, it's definitely a job where there's always a surprise and then you kind of become numb to it where you're like, oh yeah, that's, that's normal, I guess. It's just, it is definitely a very weird industry. And if you want to hear my stories about it, um, we talked about it in the fetish episodes. I tell some stories about different fetishes and kind of my environment in this industry and everything like that. But it definitely is very surprising, especially when it's people that you know of or especially people like use their real names and shit like that. Like it's people that you know in a sense of like when they become fans or followers or whatever and then you find out their needs like that's a wild one. Um, When you just find out people's secret kinks because like I said it's also like you are a therapist in a way too because people feel so like they trust you so much to be able like when you're when people are buying content too they're also kind of buying the whole package of like you let's say that so like somebody buys my content and then they're chatting with me and then like people start divulging their likes and dislikes like just what they fantasize about and things that they would not tell other people, but they'll tell sex workers. Like, that's so common in this industry. So that's something that really does surprise me almost every day is, like, especially when it's people that I know or I'm familiar with them, in a sense. It definitely falls under, like, quote-unquote patient-doctor confidentiality. You know what I mean? Like, when people divulge and, and tell me their fantasies and all these things, most of, like, 99% of the time, it's kept to just me, um, unless they ask for permission, like, for me to share it and shit. But most of the time, it's, like, me and that other person, and they're just spewing their desires out, and I'm just like, okay, that's awesome. Um, sometimes they ask for advice if they're exploring new new topics in, a, like, a new environment. And I think that's really cool there. So, yeah, if you have things you would like to confess, please feel free to um, join my pages and talk to me about them because I'm sure uh, I've heard it all. <laughs> it's very, very, a lot of things are very common, way more common than you will think. So what's the best career advice you've ever received? Oh, that one, I think, is a harder one. Um, and it's so generic and so cliche, but it's like, if you want it, you're going to have to want it. And you're going to have to want it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You know, you're going to have to want to have this lifestyle, especially for content creating and sex work. Like, you have to be able to balance yourself extremely well. But you have to make sure that that balance is balanced and it'll take a while for you to understand what I mean by balance if you're joining into this or you're still struggling with it it's like you have to figure out when to go and when to pause and every day is different and if you're not up for something like that then this definitely is not the type of like career for you um it's extremely hard it's extremely uh unpredictable it's uh so many ups and downs constantly 24 7 um feeling behind but feeling ahead all these emotions like it's the craziest thing so just be prepared and like know how to hang on that's the easiest thing I could tell you is just like make sure that you have 
you are balancing yourself while you're doing all this because if you can't balance yourself you're definitely gonna fall off and then all the hard work they did is just like gone it's and if you fall off also it's like dude get the fuck back on like you can do it it's I don't know. It's hard to coming from this industry, though. It's like the, the that's my best advice is just like balance is is definitely, definitely balance that I've ever heard. It's like make sure you have the work life balance, you have your mental health and your physical balance. Um, just honestly, things of that nature. If you find that balance, then it makes this uh, this whole thing a little less stressful. Like, hell, even now I still try try to do it every now and then and try to do my balance and experiment every now and then. And you eventually get to where you're, like, comfortable pushing your, your boundaries of, like, work overload. Um, and then you feel like you do too much and then you have to like take it back a bit and then you feel like you took it back too much. It's like I said, it's 24 seven, 365, like constant all of the time, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. And if you can handle it, um, congrats to you. Cause it's, it's really hard and not a lot of people make it very far in this industry or very long because of how uh, tedious, tumultuous and just agonizing this career is. Uh, so what's the worst? Uh, worst advice uh, would be just car- carbon copying yourself from somebody else. Um, I think that's the worst advice anyone's ever said. It's just like dealing somebody else's entire ideas, identity. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to like personas or um, the exact way that they word captions or pictures or just anything to where it's like you're literally a carbon copy from somebody else's ideal ideas and you like tweaked it just a little bit like no please don't do that please stay original with your content uh of anything in general too like there's only one you why we why do you want to be like everybody else you know what i mean so uh question four are you reading any good books right now um, if you want some recommendations uh, for books? Oh, goodness. So I've been reading a lot of comic books recently, and I've been reading all of the Batman Who Laughs kind of uh, numbered comic book series in order and stuff like that. Like I've been diving more into reading picture books in a sense, because I felt like for so long growing up and throughout high school and college, like I never really like dove, like dived into that. I was mainly reading like thick ass books and long books all of the fucking time. Like nothing that like I, I felt like co- I was just told all the time like comic books are just stupid and dumb and you should be reading this. You should be reading something else. And that's kind of what it felt like for a long time until I learned that like how much fun I have reading comic books. So I've been doing a lot of things that I've been reading books from like middle school that I really enjoyed reading. So I read all of the Bone books. I read the entire Bone book series. It's so good. It's just as good as I remember being it. And that's a comic book style. So I've also read, uh, reread Dunk by David Lubar. Um, it was one of my favorite books in middle school and I read that so much so I literally purchased it 
Um, and now it's on my bookshelf and I just really enjoy that book. It's such a good book. Highly recommend reading it. You'll get through it pretty fast, but it, it's only 270 something pages. Um, but it just brings back so many good memories of me reading it and enjoying the first time I read. And then I read the, like I said, the bone books from Jeff Smith. I believe it's Jeff Smith. I could be, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's. Jeff Smith. Yeah, it is Jeff Smith. All right. I just had to double check there because I was like, oh, my God. But yeah, all the bone the bone cartoon books by Jeff Smith are really good. Let me look in my I actually have like a whole library of books um, that I'm wanting to read. I actually have all of the um, Adventure of the Bailey Schools kids sets that I want to read, which are like you know, Dracula doesn't drink lemonade, dragons don't cook, ghosts don't eat potato chips, um, vampires don't wear polka dots. What else do we have here? This is crazy to, like, look at these. Just, yeah, the Bailey, the Adventures of the Bailey School Kids um, by Debbie Dady. Uh, those are a lot of books I read when I was younger, and I, like, have been wanting to reread them. And that's been really exciting. Like I said, I've been trying to reread a lot of the books that I read in uh, in uh, middle school. Um, so I have some, like, I have a giant list on Amazon that I call the library, and it's just books of like books I also want to want to read. So like, I'll read you some of my like ones that I'm dying to read. Um, I obviously want to read the diaries of a uh, Alan Rickman, uh, which is his biography and i want to read that so bad i love uh, alec alec alan rickman so much um i also want to read val kilmer's i'm your huckleberry memoir i think that'd be a really good book to read um as well and then i have like a lot of um like r-rated books that i've been finding on book talk um which have just been like really crazy you know the super sexy um basically full-on fanfic book uh, books in a sense you know uh kinky talk shit like that um so there's a tons of those that i've kind of been adding that i eventually like ooh, i want those la 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 can't wait to read those um i want to read um more graphic novels too so like i have v for vendetta like that's another uh graphic novel i want to read i want to re i want to read watchmen i want to start reading that too there's yeah it's it's different things that i want to read all of nick offerman's books so he has like paddle your own canoe good clean fun mr v misadventures in sawdust at the offerman wood uh wood shop he has gumption and then uh so like all of nick offerman books would be really fun to read i want to read elvira's uh, yours cruelly that's like the number one book on my list that i think i'm gonna get really soon um because i do want to read her memoir and it's just absolutely insane um black hole is another graphic novel that i was highly recommended um and it's really chaotic and dark and just gory as shit and i can't wait to read that uh black hole by charles burns um i have some native american books that i want to read um this is how you lose the time war um what else we got here there's just yeah obviously trixie and katya's both books i want to read those uh huge book um that it keeps going up up and down on prices so it's finally at a decent price but it's called it came from the closet queer reflections on horror by joe Val valacy 
Uh, I think that's how you pronounce that name. Anyways, that's a big book that I really want to read. Uh, what else? Let me look at my little list here. It's oh, the Children of the Lamp series. Oh my God, by PB Kerr. That was th- those were another series that I read so much, and that absolutely is like a hundred percent. Can't wait to buy those. But some of the like some of the books are expensive, are very expensive to buy. Um, but Children of the Lamp was was so fucking good. It was so good. Um, what else we got in this little list? There's a ton of stuff that I'm just like skipping over. Um, I think in on the joke, the original Queens of Stand Up Comedy by Sean Levy would be a really, really, really good read. Hmm, I have a lot of like Cherokee Nation books, um, and just Indigenous books as well. Wh- whether it's just like um little science books or um encyclopedias, things like that. So it's nothing like crazy. Um, and then there's a lot of cookbooks that I have that I want to as well. Um. That are on there but yeah that that's kind of my list of like i'm sure i'm leaving tons and tons out but that's kind of my list of books that i want to read um and i have in my library different different things like that you know nothing nothing too crazy i just gave a giant list but you know you know what i mean <laughs> um okay so are there any apps on your phone that you can't live without? I have a few that I've been really, that I always have like dove into when it comes to like, let's just say work in general. Obviously the social media is like, duh, that's like fucking obvious. But um, Pixar is where I edit a lot of my photos in a sense of like just putting filters on them. The only thing I put on my phone, like on my uh photos are like filters to like change the colors of things of like to make the lighting look a little bit more 70s or retro-esque or to make it more warm like it's basic editing Uh, but pixar is what i use a lot because they have some really good um retro style filters and good warm tones that i like to add to a bunch of my stuff um and then canva is like my number one that's how i make all my flyers um basically like schedules anything that is work related i'm using canva it's so nice to use you can also edit tons of photos on there if you feel like it it's just it's just a nice platform to use and pixart's so good for videos so that's kind of what i use um let me look at my phone here what else we got i obviously got streaming you know it got all of the regular apps social media apps um you got like I have my podcast app, which lets me see everything from all my podcast platforms and like make sure everything's posted and, and nothing like that. Um, so for more editing, like what I use my my Twitch videos with, like once I clip my Twitch videos, I used a stream kit. Um, that's an app that basically you can just um, clip your uh, it, it integrates your Twitch clips already. So then you just click on them and then it pulls it up and then you can make them into like TikTok or real format, shorts format for YouTube, you know, things like that, super easy. And then captions is another thing that I use for the podcast or really any video I want to make sure has captions on it. Um, it's such a good uh, app. It's just called, literally called captions. It has like a black logo with a little white circle thing. Um, but yeah, that's what I use for all the kind of podcast 
uh, little clips that I make and things like that. Those are the kind of combos I'll do like Pixar and then captions and then that's it. It's pretty, pretty simple, pretty self-explanatory. Other than that, not much. Like on the work phone, it's mainly, like I said, social medias and streaming, you know, things to watch. But there's nothing like, oh, my God, I have to have except for, you know, definitely the Pixar and the captions. I think and Canva, like those are my three big ones for for businesses and things like even just like, you know, social medias and stuff. It really Canva is like my number one for sure. What's a book you hated that everyone else loved? Uh, Twilight's all the Twilight series when those came out. I like, oh, my God, I didn't understand the fucking hype. Like, I love Twilight now because it's so fun to watch Twilight now. But as it was happening. Oh my God, I could not understand why everyone was so upset. Like, I still don't know why everyone was like so obsessed with like Edward and was just like, oh my God, he's so hot. Especially when it's like Robert Pattinson. I just don't, I didn't get it. I didn't get the hype of it. I didn't understand the books. Like, I thought the book, like, the books are good, but I wasn't like, oh my God, they made a giant movies out of all these books. And every time you try to read these books, they're out of the library because everyone's, you know, checked him out and there it's going to be weeks for you to get it and then when i finally read it i was just like wow this is what everyone was like truly obsessed over but yeah twilight twilight was a a book that i did not like at all and everyone else was obsessed with it oh my god y'all remember that shit oh good times good times do you have any podcast suggestions for my commute yeah I actually do. I actually have quite a bit. So if you aren't listening to, obviously, the Ramblin' Podcast, hello. Make sure you are listening to us. Um, we're a fun time, okay? We really are. So let me sh- let me look at my uh, podcast and shows that I listen to. So my number one podcast is The Last Podcast on the Left. If you have not listened to The Last Podcast on the Left, you've probably been living under a rock or you just don't like conspiracies and crime and horror like i am not a true crime junkie i don't listen to any other any of that shit like that's not my cup of tea um i just really like the last podcast on left because ben marcus and henry are so fucking funny and i have a giant crush on ben uh ben kissel <laughs> so yeah marcus parks ben kissel and henry zabrowski are the hosts of the last podcast on the left they are my favorite podcast um i just enjoy listening to them for hours on end because they are genuinely hilarious and they bring such a different vibe and have been for a very long time um about serial killers and conspiracies and like weird shit that happened and has happened just things like that. So if you haven't listened to them, check them out. Um, I listen to the uh, the Always Sunny podcast, which is the cast from, you know, It's Always Sunny. So that's a pretty um, podcast that I do enjoy listening to every now and then. Where the fuck is my... I'm I'm like <laughs> trying to... There we go. Okay, there we go. There we go. So I've been recently listening to the Ned's Declassified podcast, which is the uh, 
Cookie, Ned, and Moe's from Ned's Declassified School Survivor Gu- School Survival Guide. They have a podcast now, and I've been listening to that, and that's been really fun to listen to. They basically are like rewatching their episodes, and then they talk about it, and they do behind the scenes, and it's been really fun because that was like a show that I watched all of the time, all of the fucking time. Oh my god, it's so good. So next. Um, it's called Kinky History. It's a brand new podcast uh, by Esme Louise James. She does a whole like her TikTok is full of kinky history. She just started her podcast. So it already has, you know, doesn't have like hundreds of episodes like some podcasts do. Um, but it's so fucking great. Oh, my God. It's so great. I love watching her videos um, and I really enjoy her vibe and just bringing knowledge and it's kind of where we got not got the idea but where we really drawn the inspiration of our sexual deviance of history series um is just the knowledge and research that esme has and um all her majors um and basically degrees that she has in in this knowledge that is very limited to us as well um next is called the country brothers um, it is uh, a good favorite of mine um, is to black country cowpokes that uh, talk about shit and they're hilarious and they're funny. Um, they're actually twins. So I think that's really cool because you could always have like people be on podcasts together and they don't really mesh. But when you're twins and your, bro- your brothers, obviously, like you're going to be able to mesh a lot easier. Um but yeah, I think their podcast is really good. I listen to them quite a bit. So you should definitely check out. They're literally called the Country Brothers. You you can f- li- just on their like site or the like Spotify list, it just says Country Brothers. So it's like two neon signs that are kind of look like rodeo clowns in a sense. That's that's them. Cause I'm sure if you type in Country Brothers, you're gonna get like a bajillion things. So yeah, Country Brothers podcast. Um, I listened to the Steak and Eggs podcast, uh, which is also just like a really funny uh, podcast about like gaming, anime and like pop culture or shit like that. Like it's it's genuinely also hilarious. Uh, My one of my newer favorites that I've discovered are called Ninjas Are Butterflies. It's a comedy podcast for sure. It's hilarious. Like the things that they talk about are just insane. Um, and off the wall. And sometimes they'll like get really into something and they just say shit off. I, like, I can't explain it. You'll just have to listen to Ninjas Are Butterflies. So, what else we got here? Um, scrolling through. Uh, I obviously listen to like Hey Babe by Sal. Uh, and Chris, um, you know, one was uh, as a comedian, and the other—I mean, they're both comedians, but you know, Sal from *Impractical Jokers*. But *Hey Babe* is really fun to listen to. Uh, Stony and I both like watching that. Well, I usually like more watching them on YouTube. If we're gonna watch anything, I think that's great. Uh, I listen to uh, *Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend*. That's a really fun uh, podcast. I like to listen to. Fly on the Wall with Dana Carvey and David Spade. Uh, one of my favorite podcasts. Easily top podcasts. So, like, last podcast and left, and then it's Fly on the Wall. It's so great because it's, like I said, it's Dana Carvey and David Spade, and they bring and talk about um, SNL, so Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live. They bring on their uh, 
past coworkers and they talk about skits and behind the scenes of SNL and me and Stoney are real are huge SNL fans. Um I've seen every single Saturday Night Live episode since it started. Um so I know a lot about SNL history and just kind of the gimmicks and the characters and it's truly one of my favorite shows. So it's so cool to see two of my other Vave comedians be able to talk about their favorite things or like skits that they went through. And that's just really, really, really good for me to 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 have and to listen to. So I highly recommend that. What else we got? We got like, you know, common things that are are super popular. Um, there's podcasts that, you know, haven't made any haven't hasn't made anything since like 2021 so i try not to include those um last uh not we just said last podcast on the left um hippies and cowboys podcast is um one of my faves too as well with mike and garrett um make sure you check them out hippies and cowboys they have insane interviews with some really cool musicians and just people in general um they have a lot of knowledge and I think it's important to also, if you're like in the country western environment, to also listen to them as well. Same with uh, the Thicket, which is another kind of uh, spin from the Hippies and Podcast Network or the Hippies and Cowboys Network, I guess. Um, but yeah, highly recommend those. Uh, can't leave them out. They'd be mad if I did. I love listening to Ear Biscuits with Rhett and Link from Good Mythical More and Morning. If you don't know who Rhett and Link are, Come on, get with the program. They've been OGs since, you know, the beginning of YouTube. Um, that's a really fun podcast for me to listen to. They always have that. But we, we try to watch that if we can. There's some that we don't just, like, necessarily listen to while we're driving. Obviously, you know, Two Bears, One Cave with Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer. Uh, Monday Morning Podcast with Bill Burr. That's one of Stoney's favorites. Um and just yeah that's i kind of like ran but i feel like i'm totally missing out uh a lot like i'm totally skipping over some but that's just a handful of maybe things you should listen to um on your commute or maybe i give you a new podcast to listen to <laughs> it's so much just me rambling guys all right i'm answering your questions i have like 30 questions and i'm already on uh, question eight all right so question eight who's your favorite favorite person to follow on instagram I feel like that's also a really hard one for me because I do follow a lot of really cool people. Um, let me just pull it up. Like, like I said, this is 2 a.m. brain. We are just pulling it up. So let's see. I mean, most of them are like people that are my mutuals or I'm friends with and they're musicians um, and different things like that. So I'm trying to like go through them and kind of sort through people that I like and everything which or and also like kind of mix through uh, different creators and like I, I don't want to just like name things. So let me try to find uh, people that I like think that you guys would also like their page. I think um, you guys would like Honky Tonk Mom on Instagram. If you like 70s style stuff, her entire like home is decorated and her whole aesthetic is just 70s, country, country 70s. And it's just such a cool vibe. And it's so warm and cozy. And I can't wait to go visit her one day and just sit in her living room and watch VHSs. <laughs> like, I just enjoy her account 
so much. It's it's just such a she has just such a cool vibe to her. Um, I think that's a really good uh account. I think you guys would really like to follow if you like cozy content like that. Oh my god, this is so difficult. It's so difficult for me to like figure out what my faves are because I should have done this earlier. Um, let me do like most shonen feed. What do, what do I have here? Hmm. If you if you do like look through my followers and then go like the latest and then you guys will see who I really enjoy following. Um, there's this one girl. She does she does makeup, and it's like absolutely insane. And I'm trying to figure out. I cannot remember her fucking name. It's like every time you go to do something, then you remember. Oh shit, that was that person's name. That's how I feel. And I don't want to go away. And then I feel like, oh my god, I just missed it. What the fuck, you know? Here we go, Tyra. MUA. Oh my god, her videos are so creative. She's like does makeup so well, but like the editing on her videos and just how she does everything is just so phenomenal. I think she's so amazing uh with her work. I it's just like incredible how she does it. And then also I would highly recommend uh Patagonia, which is a drag queen. She's a drag queen that goes like uh hiking in full drag and is super into the outdoors and really like uh respects nature and promotes nature and wildlife and i just think like that her page is so cool because she's always like in fucking six inch platform heels and full wig and makeup and outfit and everything like suspended off fucking cliffs and mountaintops and it's just like the coolest fucking thing because like i can't even do that shit out of drag but you know, this bitch is just doing the damn thing. So highly recommend that. Um, another good, like, makeup uh, creative person would be Cream Fatale. Um, she's amazing. Um, her makeup looks are just crazy and uh, so cute. And I do really appreciate things of that nature, obviously. Um, and then, like, I, 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 it's too hard for me to name because I have too many faves. Um, and some of them are just creators, some of them are brands, and so yeah, I'll I'll stop torturing myself trying to look through things. If you guys want to, just look through who I'm following on Instagram, um, and sort by latest, and you'll just see like a lot of people that I follow. Just go through my list, and you'll find some pretty cool fucking people. Let me tell you who what. So question nine: What's my go-to comfort food? Um, I'm very big on like veggie trays. So like cucumbers and celery, broccoli, carrots, put some ranch on it, some tomatoes. I will devour a a, a veggie tray. And when I get like stressed out or I'm feeling like gross, definitely a veggie tray is like one way to help kind of get me feeling a lot better. Um, I would say like mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes, a hundred percent um really do it for me with some sort of protein like a, an actual meat substance whether that's like pork chops ham steak chicken anything like that but just like potatoes in general let's just say potatoes in general because like holy shit i could eat potatoes a hundred million different ways and i would never get bored of them because i love fucking potatoes so much um and then i would have to say the next would have to be uh chicken and dumplings i feel like that's everyone's kind of comfort food but i do love a good chicken and dumplings and or a shepherd's pie but that also kind of falls into with mashed potatoes but you know what i mean i would say that that those are my go-to comforts for sure uh question 10 are there any foods that you absolutely would not eat uh yes 
I do not like pickles. I do like I do not like mayo. I do not like mustard. Um, so no pickles, no mustard. I'm not a big fan of bananas. Um pretty much everything else I'll eat. Like pickle oh oh and mayo. So no pickles, no mustard, no mayonnaise. Limited amount of banana. I'm not a big banana person. There's like flavorings I don't like. So like I will I like I love grapes and grape flavoring. I like green apples, but I do not like like the green apple flavoring. I think it's so nasty and I'm just like, no, thank you. Um, but yeah, those are my big no-nos. Mustard, mayo, and pickles. I just can't. I do not like pickles. I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, what the fuck? No, I just I love cucumbers, but I just there's something about pickles that just I can't. I really physically can't. I just, they smell weird to me. I, they taste disgusting. I've tried tons of pickles. I just can't do it, y'all. I just fucking can't do it. Question 11. What's the coolest road trip you've ever been on? Um, or, co yeah, coolest road trip. Um, well, we did our, our camper adventure, and that was pretty crazy. You can listen to that episode um, that we put out. Um, so if I would say, like, coolest road trip... I would have to say it was on when Stoney and I got married and we were in Colorado and we had to drive. I mean, it's not really a road trip, but like it was like two and a half hours, two hours one way um, was when we were driving after we got married and it just got done blizzarding and the snow melted enough for us to drive, um, driving to uh, a buffalo ranch and then spending like the rest of the afternoon at a buffalo ranch for our wedding was pretty fucking sick that was a really pretty drive um and where we were at looked very similar to oklahoma and it was just kind of like a homey feeling and i just really enjoyed um that so that was like my i would say favorite road trip and we'll put road trip small because every road trip i've ever had has been like long one has been absolutely fucking miserable Absolutely miserable. Question 12. Where's the last place you traveled and what did you do there? So the last place that we actually traveled and took a trip to, like I said, would have to be um, over two years ago when we went to Colorado um, and we got married. We went to Colorado Springs or Florissant, Colorado, and we ended up getting uh, stuck in a blizzard. and. Then we went to Colorado Springs for a little bit. We were just kind of in the Colorado area, and it was really pretty and really enjoyed that. But that was two years ago. That was the last trip we've been on, which is, like, sad to think about. Like, that was a while ago, and we haven't been able to, like, actually go on a trip or anything like that at all, which sucks. But hopefully we can do some more in the future. What did you think you were going to be when you grew up? When I, what did you think? What did you think you were going to be growing up? I love this question because growing up, I always wanted to be like, I, I, I always knew I was going to be quote unquote famous. I always knew I was going to be known for something. It's weird. It's like, you guys know what I'm talking about. Like when you are little, you kind of have a sense of like what you're going to do in your life. And some people have a good intuitions of like how their life might turn out. Um, and for me, I always knew I was going to be known for something. I knew I was always going to be famous and I use famous lightly because I'm not 
uber famous, but I am known worldwide in a sense of like, I do have people that know me all around the world and in different countries and, and things like that. So I'll keep it like that. I'm not going to fucking suck my own dick here. All right. Um, but I always knew I wanted it to be some sort of entertainer um, of some sorts. Like I always watched and I, I knew I always wanted to do something too where like, it sounds weird, but like get oogled at and where I meant like I just looked at and stuff like that because I I grew up watching, you know, the early 2000s movies where all the girls were like super pretty and the guys were always checking them out and people were jealous and they were just like, so good looking and just like what you know watching coyote ugly and watching them dance on bars and just being super hot and things like that like i really fucking loved shit like that um i always wanted big boobs and uh wanted to you know the elvira and dolly parton persona type shit like that was something i always really enjoyed um growing up and throughout my life and then as the internet came about and youtube became popular and instagram became popular and shit like i just kind of grew on the fact of like i know i could be i could do content creation um and that's grown into like streaming now and more into my sex work too so it's like it's yeah i, I always kind of knew i was going to be some sort of known for something um and i think that's pretty pretty fucking cool that what I knew as a kid is turning into real life. And I think that's that's pretty, pretty dope. Pretty, pretty, pretty cool. What was your favorite extracurricular activity in elementary school? I was really into reading. Um, almost every year in elementary school i think every in elementary school i was the top reader in the school uh you know back then when they had like ar points or rc points or wherever you're from whatever they call like the points you have to get in school to like once you finish reading a book you like take a little quiz for it um and then you get points for it i read so much as a kid i was always the number one reader um in 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 my grade or in school at the time like in whatever we were doing um and i would finish books like crazy and i was reading levels ahead of like what i actually was reading so i remember in first grade i was already reading at like i would say a sixth grade or up level which is pretty high um and then as I got older, I, I developed more of a reading and I had a big comprehension on stuff. And then, you know, once I got into high school, I kind of took a break from reading because I felt like all I did my whole life pretty much was was read. If I wasn't in sports, I was always reading and I felt like I got burnt out of it or I didn't think it was as cool anymore. Or I was being like, I think it's more in the lines of I was being forced to read shit I didn't want to read. Um, which kind of sucked. And then I had no time to read anything else that I actually wanted to read. Um, so yeah, doing those like summer reading projects for like AP fucking lit and shit like that in high school was awful. Um, Cause it was just stuff like I don't feel like reading, but that was on the, you know, the list to read. So I just didn't like that. And then in college, like having to study so hard for, for classes and stuff, not having the opportunity to read outside and dealing with a bunch of other stuff. Like I kind of lost my love for reading. And then I started picking it up, I would say, 
I would say in like 2019 is when I really started picking up reading again. And then once the pandemic hit, like I'm sure all of us picked up hobbies that we did. I, I read a lot more during the pandemic. And then now that I'm married, I read quite often. Like I said, I gave you guys a list, whether it be like comic books or, or anything or graphic novels and comic books, things like that. Like I have really fallen in love with reading. And just this last year, I found a more balanced kind of lifestyle to take my time to read. So uh, as you guys know, every December 22nd through January 22nd, I basically take a break um, from the internet and online and shit like that. And I just go offline and all I do is read um, since I'm not on my phone or anything like that. Um, I just read and I catch up on shit and I, you know, do some hobbies and different things like that. And it's very slow life. It's nice. It's very nice. What was the must-have accessory item when you were growing up? Um, I don't really have, I didn't really like have one, but there is one year that I remember, I think it was like seventh or eighth grade year, you know, it's like 2007, 2008, 2006, like mid-2000s, right? Everyone wore those giant fucking bows on their head and it wasn't like on their head. Like it was little clip, the clip bows that were huge and they would go on the side of your head, like where your bangs would be. You'd like pin your bangs back and then you put these giant bows. And I remember that was a huge staple at, at the middle school I went to. Um, and that was like a huge, huge staple for me was, uh, was that for sure. It was just everyone wore those giant bows. And then some people also had the, like, sports necklaces that were supposed to, like, give you, like, energy and power you up and shit like that. You know, the little fucking clip rope necklaces. You guys know what I'm talking about. Um, that was, like, a, that was also a big accessory then was that, <laughs> which I think is crazy. Um, the bows and then, like, your boyfriend's necklace or your own necklace or things. Like, I just think that's crazy. But that was a huge accessory that I do remember. Um wearing a bit and having a lot of other people that I knew wear them too. It was like the fashion item for sure. What's the most unbelievable thing that's ever happened to you? Um, this life uh, existing, <laughs> uh, Conway in general. I think being Conway is so incredibly fun and it's so exciting. I can't wait to see where it goes. I talk more about a lot of the shit in the Becoming Conway episode that I just did. So I want to repeat myself. But I would say the most like unbelievable thing that happened recently um, was last year I got Playboy asked me to be on their team. And that's been super fun to do. And I think that's pretty cool that... Um, it was actually something I wrote down in my notes app of like, I want to become a Playboy bunny. And I wrote that like years ago. Um, and I've always wanted to be a Playboy bunny. And the fact that Playboy reached out when they first started their centerfold thing. And I was one of the first hundred people that they invited to be on there. Um, and it was really cool to not just like be accepted like randomly, like they have now. It was really cool to be accepted in the like asked by them in the moment like for them to reach out and say hey we want you to join i thought that was super 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 fucking cool um that was a big like unbelievable moment i actually cried because i was just like the fact that playboy wanted to have representation like me was really fucking cool um and i'm glad to uh be a little bunny and i know it's super common now for a lot of people but it's it's nice to have been there at the very beginning of it and continue to 
you know, link up and do things uh, for Playboy as well. And I hope to do a lot more uh, big things in the future with them as well. So manifesting that bingo, bingo. Who's the most important role model? Role model? <laughs> Who's the most important role model or mentor you've had in your life? Um, I felt like I didn't really have a whole lot of those growing up. I feel like a lot of mine were characters in movies or like people like who had personas. So like I mentioned earlier, Elvira and Dolly Parton. I really loved both of them for the fact of like not just their enormous jugs, but the fact that they were so glamorous, but they had like this wicked set of humor. Um and I always found them just really, really, really fascinating. So I would think they they were my role models for sure because I definitely wanted to be like them when I grew up. And I just wanted, like, I still do. Like, I still want to be like them. I think they're just the coolest humans ever. And I think what they've done with everything that they've had in their career and turned it and still have things now. And they're just iconic and memorable. I I just think that's so cool. And I could only wish Conway becomes you know half of that one day and it just it's it's nuts to see them from the beginning and to watch um just how they've grown and they're in their fucking 70s and they're still doing the damn thing like i just think it's incredible and insane and those are definitely people i look up to for sure if you could have any type of animal for a pet what would it be? Oh, this is an easy question. I want a possum so bad. And Stoney wants a pet raccoon. So hopefully sometime Stoney can have his pet raccoon and I can have my pet possum. I just think they're adorable. I think the little trash, <laughs> the trash critters are fucking sick. So I, I think having a raccoon and a possum would be pretty awesome. What games do you miss from when you were a kid? Any and all PC games that I had in the 2000s. Um, I'm really grateful now that a lot of companies have been remaking a lot of the games that are popular because now PC gaming is so um, unbelievably huge again. It was always big, but then when consoles came out, like it kind of got pushed to the wayside, and then now PCs are bigger and better than ever. Um, and it's really nice... Uh, the, it's kind of what I what I do on, sh on on stream, guys. Is like the only reason I stream is because playing without entertaining or like quote unquote making money from it, I feel like it's a waste of time, and it really sucks because that's just my own growing up trauma issues for sure. Um, I feel like I can't have fun playing games, and I'm working on it. I, I'm definitely working on it to where I can play offline more, and I realize I'm playing for fun in a sense of, like, I don't have to always be streaming all the time. I can enjoy a game offline. Um, but one of my favorite things about streaming is to be able to share games with you guys, and I love playing a lot of the games that I used to play as a kid. Um, we just started playing Roller Coaster Tycoon on the stream, and it's been so much fun to fucking get back into, like, tycoon games. Whether it's Zoo Tycoon or Roller Coaster Tycoon, we've been having a blast playing them on stream. Uh, I recently replayed all of the Bioshocks. Um, we've played Crash Bandicoot and Spyro on the stream. We have, like, we'll play the. Stoney and I will play the 
old Call of Duty games, but the zombies, and we've been giggling and cackling since then. Like we played tons of uh, newer games and everything like that. Like, uh, but also like the nostalgia of like I'm restarting playing all the Assassin's Creeds, and we play Toontown, um, and just really have fun with bringing the nostalgia back and enjoying it but also like playing the new games so i think streaming is so important for me because it's so fun to not only entertain and interact with you guys when you're on stream with me and chatting it's just a blast because you guys are like enjoying it with me in a sense of like wow we haven't seen this game in a long time it's so nice to like be able to play that but it's definitely healing my inner child and, and healing the uh traumas and stuff i have with like video games and everything and i'm growing and and um, kind of developing new memories and more fun relating to video games. And it's, yeah, it's it's a blast to be able to do so. Um, I've always been a huge gamer ever since I was little. We would start, you know, with, you know, the console games and uh, the <laughs> Sega Genesis and the Nintendos and, you know, all the little older console games and now into pcs and then into the xboxes and now we're back into pcs playing fucking every game under the sun it's just a blast um but yeah if you haven't checked out the stream you can come hang out on uh twitch youtube and i'll sometimes stream to tiktok but yeah come hang out on the stream if you haven't come if you haven't watched a, a session with me in stony yet it's fucking hilarious it's always a great time all the cow pokes in the chat are great you guys just make it you guys make it fun what are your plans for your next vacation? Oh, Stani and I have quite a bit of plans because we haven't been on a vacation or a trip in since our wedding, so like two years. Um, and we only went to Colorado. And the last time I went on a, a vacation or a trip uh, was in January of 2020. I went to Italy, and that was right before the pandemic hit. Like, literally, we got home uh, three weeks later um, almost a month later and then the pandemic started and the all of Italy shut down it was fucking crazy um, and I spent two weeks in Italy uh, I want to take like there's it's been a dream of mine to go back to Ireland um, and I want to go to back to Ireland around St. Patrick's Day I don't think anymore I want to go on St. Patrick's Day because I just seen how crowded and crazy it would be but I think like going a week early beforehand would be super fun or like leaving right before St. Patrick's Day because it's just it's so crazy impact and just prices are crazy. Um, but I want to go to Ireland with Sony so bad. I want to take him to Ireland and just see everything and just be there. Um, I want to take him on the Italian trip that I did. Um, and I want to take him back to London as well, where I've gone. Like, I want to take him to places that I've gone. Um, we obviously want to go to Mexico. Duh. Stoney's been to Mexico, too. But he's never been to Italy. He's never been to England. He's never been to... I think he's been to Ireland, like, a little bit. Like, for a very, 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 very short time. Like, a day. Um, so, yeah, I want, to, I want to go back and enjoy that with him. So, I think that's the next thing. Is, like, if we did plan anything, it would be an Ireland trip. That's kind of what we're hoping for. Um, and hoping we can do some time in the future. What is the best household appliance ever invented? For me, it has to be the dishwasher. Because I didn't have a dishwasher for almost four years. And it was absolutely awful. I don't mind doing dishes. I don't mind hand washing things. But like 
after not having a dishwasher for four years, almost four years, and then moving into this house and having a dishwasher again, it was like, oh my God, it was absolutely amazing. Like I was so obsessed. Like I was just like, I, now I don't complain about doing dishes, like not one bit. I'm like, nope, I've got a dishwasher. It's so nice. It's so lovely. So yeah, I would definitely say a dishwasher for sure. That's a hundred percent. No questions asked a dishwasher. If you were to start a band, what kind of music would you play and what would your band be called? I obviously would do a bluegrass band. And I think, um, I don't even know what I would call it, but it definitely would be a bluegrass band. And that's what I would do. It'd be, it would be like rambling and gambling or rambling, the ramb, like it'd be something catchy to where it like sounds like it um but it would it would definitely be bluegrass bluegrass and i would play the banjo um and the spoons that would be like the things that i would want to do if we if i ever had a band or played music or things like that like you know that's i can't sing with shit so (laughs) that's out of the question (laughs) but yeah i definitely would do something like that i think that'd be super fun if you had to have only one ice cream flavor forever, which would which one would you choose? Uh, a thousand percent Rocky Road. I fucking love me some Rocky Road ice cream because not only is it chocolate, you got some nuts in there, you got an almond in there, some almonds. You throw in some marshmallows with it. You got some like chocolate fudge chunks every now and then, depending on what type of Rocky Road you get. But Rocky Road ice cream is so fucking delicious. I could eat it every single time. That or like a fruit sorbet. Cause I'm big on gelato. I'm bi- I love gelato more than I like, like ice cream. Ice cream. So it'd either be like a fruit gelato, like a berry, so like a raspberry, strawberry, blueberry combo kind of thing, like a wild berry combo of gelato, or Rocky Road ice cream. A hundred percent, all the way through. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. How many five year olds could you fight at the same time? Um, are the five year olds armed? How tall are these five year olds? Are they all the same size? Are they all the same shape? How much do these five-year-olds weigh? Can I just, like, are they fat little kids where I can just, like, push them over? Are they, like, quick, fast? You know, that that question's kind of hard. I don't know, like, I don't know how many five-year-olds I could fight, but it depends. Like I said, are they armed? Do they have sharp, or have, their, have their nails been clipped? Are they, are they possessed? <laughs> that's a fucking difficult question i always i also when i read that online i thought it was super fucking funny so i had to include it um that this was on the list of small talk is how many fucking five-year-olds could you fight so next time you're starting the small talk with somebody please ask them how many five-year-olds they could fight i think that would be a great small talk conversation if you owned a bar what would you call it uh, that used to be a big dream of mine, uh, t- was to own a venue. I'm not sure if I have that dream anymore. It, it's, I think that's kind of faded because of just, especially when the pandemic hit, just watching venues struggle and still struggle and things are just crazy in general. Um, I don't know if I ever would want to have a bar or venue anymore, um, but I would call it the Tamed Buffalo. Uh, that was my name I picked out for my bar slash venue, um, and that's what I wanted to go with was the Tamed Buffalo, and I thought that was really, really, really cool. So, yeah. 
What's your favorite thing about holidays? I love holidays. I love a lot of holidays. I think the holiday atmosphere is so fun. And I think the people make the holidays fun. And it's not necessarily people you know. Like, it's just people celebrating the holiday are what's really fun about the holidays. Um, I love when people get festive. I love when people wear costumes or get into the spirit of things. Like, I truly love people going all out for holidays when it comes to, like, food or music or decorations. Um, I just think that whole the whole atmosphere of holidays are the best. Um, it doesn't have to be family or friends. It literally, I think, is just strangers being festive, like watching people. I'm big on people watching, so I think it's really fun for people to enjoy certain holidays and, like I said, just go balls to the wall of with just, like, decor. I think that's always really fun. Um, and even just, like I said, just food, especially when it comes to, like, foods or, you know, dinners, breakfasts lunches, things like that. When you just have like a whole itinerary of things to do for the holidays, I think that shit's such a fucking blast. But yeah, people make the holidays. Um, strangers make the holidays. We're not gonna, you know, no family or friends. Strangers make the holidays. What kind of party do you like most? I love this question. I love a party that has a lot of food. It has like a spread, like a grazing table. I fucking love grazing tables. I love a party with food. Um, I like dinner parties. I like dinner parties. I like, uh, I'm not big on like clubs or like bars that much anymore. I don't think they're as fun as a dinner party where you're bringing food over and everyone else is bringing food over or you're like cooking for people and then you play like board games afterwards and you guys are like laughing to your fucking side hurts. Like, I love dinner parties. I think they're fucking great. Um, Invite me to your guys' dinner parties, please, because I do enjoy a good dinner party, especially if you play games afterwards, like card games or just stupid, hilarious shit. I love that shit. It's so fun. Love a good dinner party. Snacks, food, um, an environment to, like, a, a, not a crowded environment. Like, I want to have space. I, w I don't want to feel claustrophobic. I want to not feel like there's a lot of people in the room. I want it to feel cozy as well. Like a like I said, home home environment dinner party thing is very nice for me. If you could e use magic to do one mundane task for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh, a snap of my fingers and all the dog hair in my entire house is gone at any moment in time. Because <laughs> holy fuck, having two big giant German shepherds, they shed so much. And if you have dogs that have that shed you guys know what i'm talking about like they that you could sweep i literally could sweep and one hour later i'll vacuum the whole house and one hour later there is piles of hair where i just swept and i'm just like oh my god when will it fucking ever end and it's just like it gets on your clothes um and just everywhere and it's it's ugh the dog hair if i could that would be my magic trick was to just the dog hair is just cleaned up constantly i don't want to get a roomba and shit like that because then it, it's like in crevices you can't get to like little corners of behind a little thing in the house and ah, the dog hair that would be my thing just having dog hair dissipate every time it falls off the dog it's definitely like 3 a.m now i've been talking for like an hour i have a couple more questions left uh two more questions left so we're on question 29 if you could make the ultimate sandwich what would it be I love a good long sub, like a like long bread. Long bread, lots of Italian meats. I'm talking any of the Italian meats, slap them on. All the Italian cheeses, slap it on. 
gotta have lettuce a thousand percent got to have lettuce and spinach on it um salt and pepper give me some like olive oil balsamic vinaigrette some sort of like italian dressing with it too you know like that whatever would be on a normal italian sandwich oh my god um i don't mind italian mayonnaise when i was in italy i loved like most of the all the gas stations are pretty much the same the petrol stations that they have over there and they always have like food courts in a sense like their fucking shit is top notch um and i really enjoy the sandwiches they have even though they had mayo on it it's way different than american mayo um I, you guys know i just said i hate fucking mayonnaise so i was so skeptical to try it but it was actually pretty decent so i wouldn't mind some like you know italian mayo if not that's fine but like yeah olive oil balsamic vinaigrette or a vinegar um Maybe a little dab of do a ranch on on say I put ranch on my sandwiches because I don't like mayonnaise so ranch a little bit of that, um, and that's solid for me. Maybe some cucumbers if I'm feeling it. Um, usually I don't get tomatoes because I feel like the tomato waters makes the bread wet more and it's just like too watery with all the meats. So yeah, just tons of Italian meat, tons of Italian cheeses. Load me up with some fucking lettuce and some you know dressings on top salt and pepper toasted good to go sometimes it doesn't got to be toasted but you know what i mean that's my fucking sandwich all right last question last question what secret conspiracy all right all right last question question 30 what secret conspiracy theory do you think might be true my favorite conspiracy theory um stony and i are gonna do two whole episodes on them um we just love them we love the theories so much um i think they're so cool to think about and they're just wild but we'll do those probably um sometime this fall my favorite is the hollow earth theory and the hollow moon theory if you guys have never heard of those please feel free to look them up or do a youtube deep dive whatever you feel like it i think it's crazy i think theories are fucking or conspiracy theories are just can be wacky and crazy and absolutely like not real you're just batch of crazy type and then there's some that are like believable where you're like yeah that'd be sick if that was true these are the ones that I think Stoney and I believe that we think it would be sick if they were like true. If we found out 100% true that they were not theories anymore and they were actual facts. Hollow Earth Theory and Hollow Moon Theory are just mind-blowing to me. And I'm just like, yep, absolutely. Um, and the, the also the theory that if you go deep enough into the ocean, like down in the ocean, you basically go to the center of the Earth. I think that shit's so fucking wild, too. Like, oh. I I love a good uh, conspiracy theory about, like, space or the universe. Um, I think that shit's super cool and fun. Like I said, if it's, like, believable in a sense of, like, you're not a fucking whack job, um, you know, shit like that. But, yeah, those are those are uh, two things Stoney and I are going to do separate videos on um, sometime this fall. We're gonna, really going to have fun with it because Stoney loves talking about those two conspiracy theories in... Uh, conspiracy theories in general but like those are two of his faves and those are my faves too so yeah i can't wait to do that for you guys 
But I think this is uh, where I'll stop. I ran out of questions. We did 30 questions. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, me rambling and answering these wild questions. And you guys got to know a little bit more about me. Or it felt like you were doing a little interview in a sense. You know, things like that. Some other time I'll I'll get your, your guys' like, you know, your questions from you. Um, these are just random ones I took off the internet. Um, you know how it goes. Um but yeah, it is, I think, time for me to go to bed now. And I had my 2 a.m. brain going and now it's a 3 a.m. brain. So um, yeah, if you guys want to know more, feel free to always ask me questions. I'm always down to answer answer a bunch of them. Uh, but if you'd like to follow Stony on any platforms, you can at Stony Robbins uh, on anything. Maybe there's an underscore underneath it, but that's where you can find Stony. You guys can find me at ConwayTitty.com. That is ConwayTitty.com. That has all my links. If you want to come hang out on the streams, um, play the games that we've been talking about, or just go to my uh, other pages, and there it's all right there. Just literally ConwayTitty.com. Um, but I appreciate you guys, you know, making it all the way through the episode. If you guys know by this time, you know, we're, we're some good episodes in at the end of every, every, every episode, I leave a secret passcode and the secret passcode this week is just a question mark. You can just leave question marks in the comments. If you get to this far, you can send them to me privately. We like reading them. We think it's fun. Uh, but other than that, I think that's where I'm going to end with you guys. Uh, so I hope you guys have a good day or night or wherever you are listening to this. If I'm, you know, droning you on to sleep and you're listening to me before bed, I hope you have very sweet dreams. Have dreams. Good dreams. Let me tuck you in at night. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. I think I need to stop. <laughs> All right. You guys have a good day night wherever you are stay hydrated get some rest don't forget to eat and i will see you on the next one all right all right bye bye